Hello and welcome to the Bankers podcast series, Banking in Transition, looking at how the banking industry is adapting to the new normal as the world begins to recover from the global pandemic. I'm Joy McKnight, editor of The Banker, and my guest this week is Joe Channer, CEO of Delta Capita, which provides global managed services, technology solutions, and consulting. Thanks for joining me, Joe. So it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So I just wanted to find out what were the reasons behind setting up Delta Capita in 2011? And then how is it really reinventing the financial services value chain? Sure. So um, I had a career in banking as a COO and I shared with many of my uh, peer group the idea that there really needs to be a different operating model for supporting uh, banks' common infrastructure. And th- what I mean by that is approximately 70% of what a bank does is common to all banks. It's, it in no way differentiates the bank or changes the proposition towards clients. Uh, but, but nonetheless, it's complex and it's necessary. And we're talking about um, real infrastructure, technology, and operational services, um, necess- you know, all sort of combined to deliver uh, the bank's activities. And each bank is taking on this challenge proprietary. So very heavy investment, scarce resources allocated into these things that, as, as, as I've said, don't change up the client proposition in any way. So the real opportunity to, to reinvent this uh, value chain of services is to exit those services into a third party market service. And what we're doing is building that platform in an industrial way as a single platform to host many clients on a that single infrastructure. And in doing so, we will create large scale volume on the platform and price efficiency on services and investment dilution that will provide great savings uh, for the bank and have a very significant total economic impact. And then what would you say are the biggest challenges that small and medium-sized banks are facing today? And then again, how does the Delta Capita platform really solve some of those challenges? These firms don't have the scale of operations to justify the ongoing investment in this in a proprietary way. Um, you know, we've seen the electronification of markets, we've seen the reduction in margin, and we've seen the increase in regulation. But the combination of those three things is there's more transactions to process with less, less margin and more regulatory and technology challenges. And the, the banks simply don't have the scale to justify the investment that requires. So the, the solution that Delta Capital is providing through its uh, market infrastructure uh, services is that we can give them that scale through our pricing. Okay, and then how do you think that the COVID-19 pandemic has really impacted this segment, the small and medium-sized banks, uh, and their operations? I, yeah, I mean, look, I think we've all we've all had to adapt to to this new situation. I think I think everyone's quite surprised how working remotely has actually been quite efficient, and um, I think it's really opened up the idea of looking at the necessity of having staff in the office in you know uh, in in the sort of uh, in the sort of city center uh, sort of high cost environments and they they're looking at whether this can be done differently and i think what it's really done is open up the idea that third party service providers um, you know can 
can work. So I think it's, if anything, it's, it's really opened up the opportunity to work with third party vendors like Delta Capital to help restructure their operating model. And then just as the world went into lockdown last year, you secured about 150 million investment from the Singapore VC Pritech. Um, yeah. what, what do you think is driving investment and interest in this area of financial services supply chain? Well, what, what's happening is market infrastructure as a sector is very well understood. Um, you know, we exchanges, uh, clearinghouses, custody, um, market data firms like like uh, Bloomberg, Reuters, etc., and that that sector is going through a change where a, a, a new category is being formed, and that category is this this common infrastructure I described earlier that is effectively exiting the banks and moving into permanent third mark, third party market infrastructure. Um, and the, invest, the investors in this sector see that opportunity and they're looking at which firms can win in that sector and they and uh, Pritech are betting on the fact that Delta Capital can win in that sector. They're very excited about uh, the new category opportunity and also the fact that they are a strategic investor in building technologies. They see the fact that their technologies can accelerate our our ambition to go to market. So not only are we taking on this new sector, but we're actually powering it with uh, the technology that Pritech has. Okay, and my last question was, uh, is a bit more of a personal question, um, but I know sure. that during COVID that you've also been focused on your social enterprise project, Storm LDN. So can you tell yes. us a little bit about that? When I exited part of my uh, ownership of the business to to accommodate the Pritech investment, some of that some of that funds uh, was for me personally, and I wanted to look at so some, doing something socially responsible with some of that money, and um, that's very important to me. I my background was uh, not, not straightforward; it was a it was a challenging uh, background, and I when I was younger, I saw facilities such as gyms and boxing clubs, etc., being available to young people. Uh, sort of sponsored, and I don't see those facilities available in great numbers these days. So I took it upon myself to establish such a such a uh, facility for young people who are disadvantaged or you know, you know sort of getting into trouble with uh, the uh, with the law, etc. And giving them a new direction, the, the sort of discipline of boxing as a sport, and also a good mentorship from the uh, very talented industry people that I've got involved in in the club. Excellent. And has it has it evolved during the past year? It's it's actually been my lockdown project. So uh, during the day, uh, we're trying to create this new category for uh, global markets in, in market infrastructure. And during the evening, uh, I, I'm with a group of uh, co in, co investors, sort of create creating this gym, sort of lifting the floorboards and uh, installing installing the the radiators, etc. So it's been a lockdown project. And it's been slow, but it has come to completion. And we've launched uh, we've launched the website, and we've we've worked with um, the local parole services to to bring in young uh, young people to form the first academy. And we start on May the seventeenth, so we're very excited about it. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your insights, Joe. Thank you. No, pleasure. Thank you for having me.
And thanks to our audience for listening. Keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and Acast, and follow our discussions at thebanker.com slash podcasts. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. The latest episode of The Next Five podcast is all about AI and the business travel sector. I speak to Tim LaBelle, head of product for SAP Concur Spend Solutions. We'll have so much data that our travel will be safer. Shelley Fletcher-Bryan, VP of Advito. AI can certainly contribute to more eco-friendly travel practices. And author and public speaker, Theo Lau. AI can help us predict when it will be a peak travel, more delays, cancelled flights. Listen to the full episode of The Next Five wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy.